Welcome to Fake Gamer Bro. I am your fakest gamer bro, Jackie, aka Jax, pronouns they, them, and I'm here to talk about mobile games I love and hate and love to hate. And back with me again is Justin. Justin, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. How how are you doing? How's things? Well, things are <laughs> things are better now that I can get back to recording and everything. It's been a hectic couple of months the last episode that came out was actually recorded in december and then there was busy stuff and then i got covid and then i lost my voice for weeks after covid but now i'm i'm finally getting back up into it so and i'm, I'm probably gonna get back into wanting to record all the fucking time so i guess i'll just do do spurts with that but uh yeah and things are great with you because you have a new kitty cat i have a new cat hopefully you do not hear her at any point during this recording I'm sure it's fine. We have a good editor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure people will forgive new cats. Sometimes it's nice to just hear the presence of pets on podcasts. Like, yeah. sure, if it's all the time, it gets annoying. But sometimes just like a stray little like, oh, that was a pet. Hello, pet. Yeah. If you ever hear me just go, oh, it's because something has jumped onto me. <laughs> oh, that's fucking fair. I My cats are too big now. So if they jump onto me, my mine's like, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> So we were supposed to start recording at five and we, we got on call a little bit early and then now it's almost six and we did spend that time talking about mobile games. We did a whole episode without you guys. Sorry. Just just in our pre-talk, <laughs> we just did a whole episode not recorded about mobile games, not about what we intended to come on here and talk about today, but we, we were just like, hey, what's up? Yes. Anyway, here's an hour of talking about mobile games. It was just Magic Survival Part 2. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, which there will be a Magic Survival Part 2 once it comes out for iOS. And probably just talked about often enough on the podcast anyway, because it's fucking great. But yes, when it comes comes out for the, on iOS, one day, hopefully, then we'll have another full episode about it. And maybe I can convince Dommy to come on. That'd be nice. Yeah, make Dommy talk instead of just edit. There is a line inserted to one of the older episodes. Oh, wait, is there? Yeah. This is proof I don't listen to my old episodes. What is the line? <laughs> the 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 last one that I was on where I was like, yeah, we can keep going for another few hours. I'm sure Dami won't mind like a 10 gigabyte audio file. <laughs> and she's like, I control the words you say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh yeah i get that fucking like recorder like the fucking creative anxiety where i don't like to listen to myself like it's a real problem because i'm actually on someone else's podcast i'm on the uh farm rpg podcast which i keep forgetting to retweet to my account because i'm good at social media and promoting myself but anyway i i want to listen to that episode and see how it turned out just also don't want to hear myself talk which is why i'm so glad that dami edits for me now and i don't have to just spend this time listening to myself over and over and over again that's it's perfectly fair it took me a long time to get over that with uh editing myself like it's weird it's weird and i did get over it and then i stopped doing it and then now i'm not over it again so <laughs> But yeah, there's a plug. Go go to the Farm RPG podcast and check out the episode I'm on. I'll I'll link to it in the show notes. I mean, check out like the whole podcast and check out Farm RPG and everything. But also specifically check out the one in which I am talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best one I hear. Obviously. 
I'm there. Yeah. Okay, we should get into the actual episode now. Yeah, yeah. What are we talking about again? Oh, yeah. Um, We kind of have a thematic thing going on-ish. So we're going to be talking about this, not really series of games, but like all these games that are made by, uh, how did you pronounce it? Justin Arnold Rowers? I think his last name is pronounced Rowers. I could be wrong. Uh, Anyway, it's R-A-U-E-R-S. Tiny Touch Tales on Twitter, which is much easier to pronounce for most people. Oh, he's in Germany. No wonder. How do you pronounce it in German? I don't know. I feel like there's an umlaut in there somewhere. Probably. Um, Or an umlaut sound. I mean, I don't know. I pretend I know. I think you also have to yell it. Yeah. It's it's so funny. That's what I do whenever it's like, yeah, I know some German. Ich habe die Pflanze. And it always sounds so angry. And it's just, I have the plant. That's my life. That's what I do for fun is scream that at people. But anyway, so he. <laughs> Changing the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's made uh, a bunch of different games. Most of them are kind of like card based games. Uh, his artist. I know I have the artist on here. Yeah. The artist pig cell on Twitter Max Mexer Fielder uh, is the one who does most of the art for his games, I think. And it's it's a very distinctive style, um, which is why just in my brain, they all get lumped together because they're by the same guy with that very distinctive art style. Yeah, so he has Card Crawl, Miracle Merchant, Maze Machina, Card Thief, and then some others I haven't played. There's only like maybe like two or three others I haven't played. At least that's on Android. And also coming out is Card Crawl Adventure, which you can actually, yeah, he still has it up that you can request access to for a play test on his uh, Twitter. It's his pinned tweet. So if you want to get early access to a game and help its development, then yeah, and we'll we'll be talking about it a bit and, and kind of see like uh, what's what's changed between all of his other games. I'll just do a quick thing about Maze Machina and Miracle Merchant because they're the least like Card Crawl Adventure. Maze Machina, I played for two seconds. Very pretty game. Bad at mazes. It was bad at that maze. It was bad at that maze game. I forget exactly all it was, but it was like this fucking death looking dude looking at a table and you had to like go around this maze. You were a little dude on a maze with the death looking dude looking over you and I was very bad at it. Don't you know just to put your hand on like the left wall and go? Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the advice my parents gave to me when I was seven. We went to corn mazes because it's Kansas. That's what you do. But that's not a wall. That's a wall of corn. I guess. Like it's a literal maze carved into a cornfield. I would never put my hand on a wall of corn. I'd be afraid something would grab me out of it. I mean, it's a real possibility. It's a bunch of bored kids. Yeah. Ah, uh, the Midwest. Miracle Merchant, though, is... It's pretty fun. It's pretty short. It's a card game where like people come in looking for specific items and they're basically like like red, blue, green, yellow, I think is the different colors and they have to add up to a certain number. And so it's like strategy where you have like these three decks that you can put a color on it from. And I don't I don't know. I'm very bad at describing this game, but it's just like you add up colors and numbers and it's it's fun. But also, it's it doesn't really have a story or anything. It's just you do the same thing over and over, which is fine. Like, 
there's plenty of games where it's no story and you like especially mobile games it's like you just keep doing it and it's just yeah most mobile games do not need a story yeah which is why they're called fake game yeah <laughs> but card crawl and card thief have i talked about card thief before on one episode i don't think so we should probably tackle them both separately because they are as many similarities as they do have they are a fair bit different as well so card thief is the one i prefer well actually nope i like them both (laughs) card thief is just the first one i played i think and it has a map of what is it like it's got like a a field of like nine cards yeah it's a yeah there's a three by three grid of cards and basically you like travel around the cards you can only go to anything touching the card you know directly or diagonally and you can't like re-go over cards and so you're a thief sneaking through stuff so you're trying to avoid traps and either avoid or sneak up on and defeat like guards and stuff and each move you make uses your uh, what is it the stealth that it's that you use yeah it uses your your stealth or your hide or your whatever sneaky bandit mask resource yes so yeah you're you're juggling your health and your stealth you know sometimes you have to like go to one card to turn off lights so you can go to this other card and get your shit and uh, so you're you're going through all these floors like every time you hit a card and you like finish your pattern it clears those cards off the board and then you get new cards and you're basically like running through the deck until you get uh the treasure chest and then the exit and yeah, you're just a thief sneaking through castles and shit. And just as you proceed through the levels, through the different sections of the, uh, excuse me, through the different locations you can play in, you get new mechanics and new guards and everything like that. Like there's there's dogs eventually and stuff. That's cool. I did not, in this game, I did not make it past like the first stage or world or whatever you want to call it. But you did neglect to mention positioning is very important in this game. You can't it's not just click on cards in a pattern like the guards in the first area have a flashlight and they will always be facing a particular direction. And as long as you're stealthy, they'll stay that way and if you can get them from behind, it's it's like easier to take them out, cost less resources. But if you are, I think it's if you're out of stealth and you move, they will always turn towards you. Or maybe if it's light, they'll turn towards you, something like that. Both maybe. Yeah. So so the, the path that you take through these cards is very important as well. I also think it's the sort of game where you can't be completionist about it, so to speak. Like, you really need to, like, beeline it for your goal. The resource management in this, with your stealth and your health, is very high. Like, it's very demanding. So if you, like, take your time to get all nine cards and, you know, take out all the guards and grab the little bit of treasure on this... Uh, one area before going on to the next you're gonna run out of both resources very quickly yeah uh and that's that's pretty thematic to it as well like if you're sneaking around trying to be really stealthy and grab a treasure and get out without being noticed you really do need to be very objective focused so that's kind of cool the way it does that if i can talk about the the one like major barrier in this game yes you're allowed oh thank god (laughs) The the one major barrier is the repetition of it. You need to win so many times to unlock just the next thing of any sort of progression at all. I want to say you have to beat the first stage 10 or 15 times before unlocking the second. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. And it, I, and I don't mean play. I mean, like, get to the end and succeed yeah. that number of times. You gotta get the treasure and get out. Yeah, before before unlocking any progression at all. And that's just... So much. For, for me, like, I don't... Th- this is very much kind of a me thing. I don't like grinding in games. I don't like doing the same kind of thing over and over again in exactly the same way. You give me slightly different flavors of the same thing over and over again, and I'm all about it. But having to play that one stage, even though the card uh, layout is so different, having to do the exact same thing so many times to unlock just the tiniest bit of progression and then do it again to unlock the next tiny bit of progression is it's way too much for me and for anybody out there who who also doesn't really like that grind. If you do really fall in love with the mechanics of this, that probably won't be an issue for you. And there is a lot to love about the way this is put together. So like, I, I imagine that that won't be a big deal for a lot of people as it was for me. But that is the reason why I've only played the first like stage of this, is because I just, I don't have the will to go through more. Yeah, and to be fair, I never got past the second stage because I was just very bad at it. And I didn't feel like getting better. <laughs> There's just more obstacles. Like the dogs will alert guards to you uh, and shit like that. Like I said, it's it's not an easy game. No. Like, yeah, no, just resource management is intense. It's a hard game. Yeah, but like you said, if you like the mechanics, it's it's fun to run through. And it's a free game. So you can always download it and check it out. And if you're not into it, okay, delete it. No loss. Yeah, yeah. I was actually looking through normally when when i record with you i like to like pull up the game just to like look at the menu and maybe go into a stage to kind of remind myself of like terms and how exactly it is i do not have card thief on my phone anymore oh yeah i installed that so long ago because we meant to do this episode ages ago yeah we planned this back in december and then shit happened and we didn't do it i will say I think downloading it is worth it for the menu alone because it's just a very cool menu. Oh, yeah. The whole theme of this is very awesome. The art style and the way that it's so like dark and dingy and there's like huge contrast between all the shadows and the light and the way that you kind of dig down deeper to access other play modes, not other play modes, but like other like bits of the menu and your catalog of stuff that you've earned through the game. Like it's it's really neat. Whoever did the design overall did a fantastic job whether that was arnold or whether that was somebody else like it's it's very beautifully put together yeah it was pig cell that i mentioned earlier that did like the illustration and animation i think okay he's listed as illustrator of card crawl card thief face machina yeah so yeah it's all his style stuff and it's very good. Like, mwah. I don't know if he came up with all of the concepts and if he did. I mean, I assume since he's also into animation, he did all the little like, because while you're scrolling down, it's not just static. Like things move a little like you'll go down and maybe like a trap door will open that shows you're going through it. It's very neat. Like, again, it's it's a free game. So just downloading it just to look at how cool the menu is, is absolutely worth it, in my opinion. Yeah, it is uh, quite honestly one of the I think it's probably the coolest main menu that I've seen in, in any game. I mean, and that includes, like, you know, PC and console. It's it's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's just super neat. But yeah, the whole uh, taking so long to progress with the game is, is a problem you had with Card Crawl as well, right? Yes. Card Crawl is 
Ooh, how do I describe this? There's two rows of cards. The bottom row is stuff you can do stuff with. Or no, the, the bottom row is like your equipment. Yeah, the bottom row is your inventory. You have an armor, two hands, and a pouch. Yeah. And then on the top is four cards that are dealt from this deck of, I forget how many cards it is. It's not a standard 52, I know that. Yeah, and those can be enemies. It can be equipment that you can equip in, in the bottom row. Abilities, I think those are the three main. Yeah, those are the, the main things. The basic premise of this is trying to hack your way through this deck by taking shields, taking weapons and potions and money for experience that's kind of less important to, to defend yourself. And everything is very static numbers based. If I have a shield that is four and I drag an enemy that is three into it, the shield will have one durability left to deflect something. And then if I pull another three enemy into it, it'll take one and deal two damage to us. Swords actually work a little bit different. Swords is kind of all or nothing. Swords are one use. If you have a sword that is power nine and and you use it to attack something that's power two, that sword is gone. But conversely, if you have a sword that's power three and use it to attack something power four, it'll still have one life left that you can then like run into your almost broken shield or whatever. There are potions as well that you can grab that will heal you back up that exact amount, not to over your maximum life, which I think is just 10. On on the, the beginner kind of side of it, it's pretty easy as long as you are like managing yourself. It's a lot easier resource management than Card Thief is, in my opinion, and that does make it a little bit more fun to play. Also because it's... You're thinking about the whole deck, and there's just this constant puzzle in your head, and card counting isn't illegal in this one, so (laughs) that's cool. But it does have the same kind of progression problem that Card Thief does, where it's mitigated a little bit because you do have ability cards, and you can put, I think, two of them in your deck. Is that right? Yeah, it's two or three. And you do unlock those pretty quickly. You unlock one after beating one game. You unlock another one after beating two. You unlock another one after beating three. And then the rest of them you can purchase with gold and experience that you pick up during normal gameplay. Uh, and so you do you do progress that game a lot faster. It does have kind of the same problem where you need to beat this stage 10 or 15 times to unlock. I think it's 20 times. Is it 20? It might be 20. I remember it was a lot. Yeah. to unlock the other game modes. And there's like a ladder, there's um, a daily challenge, which is like a set deck. It unlocks a mode where you can customize your deck a little bit more than you could in like the, the regular play. And so there's some kind of cool stuff there. But it's again, it's so much for so little progression. Did Card Thief have a, have achievements? I don't... Maybe? Because Card Crawl does have achievements. And... There's some like, you know, get through a whole game without ever using an ability. Oh, yeah. I don't think it had achievements like that. And they are they don't really do anything. They're just bragging points on a thing to fill up. Kind of the same as, you know, trophies on PSN or whatever, PlayStation. But they are other objectives to work towards. And it does help sort of mitigate that long grind issue where there are other smaller things that you can work towards while trying to work towards this much bigger goal of unlocking other modes. It doesn't quite have the same, like, it's it's still a little bit of a problem because it's still a lot uh, of game to unlock, to unlock other actual ways to play, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel as long with all these other little things in between. Yeah, it, it, it does help. 
I, I definitely really liked the game. I, I really liked how it played, and I was pretty disappointed when I went to Card Crawl Adventure and it took its layout from Card Thief instead of Card Crawl. Right. You and I have kind of opposite feelings about Card Crawl Adventure, I feel like. Yeah, I uh, I wasn't as into it as I was uh, Card Crawl and Card Thief. Yeah, I personally, I feel like Card Crawl Adventures takes the best aspects of both games and kind of shoves them together. Where So Card Crawl Adventures is much like Card Thief. It has the 3x3 grid of cards that you are working your way through trying to manage your two resources of health and focus this time instead of stealth. And instead of being in a castle sneaking through, you're in a bar, basically doing a a bar brawl. And at the end, you have to like try to sneak past the bartender to not pay your tab. And it is a very violent tavern brawl because you're not like throwing punches or, or breaking bottles or things like that. There are, you're like stabbing people. You're throwing fireballs. You're using vampiric shit to decay people. Like it's basically like what would be a dungeon crawl in another game, except it's set inside of a bar. And there are even boss fights. One of the early ones is just straight up a lich in the bar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, liches got to go drink too, I guess. They No, they don't. Liches are undead. They do not have to drink by the very nature of them. I think you're a little bit lich-phobic. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> back, to, back to Card Crawl Adventures. While it takes a lot of inspiration from Card Thief, it does take some of the complexity from Card Crawl as well, in that you're no longer just managing those two resources and using them to do all of your sneaking and attacking and movement and that sort of thing. There are like spell scrolls that you can pick up that on picking them up will set somebody on fire and then also permanently increase your your attack by one, which means that every time you run into an enemy, you'll deal one more damage. You can pick up weapons that like the next thing you hit will deal two extra damage to it and you can plan your path that way i think you actually get a bonus if you're able to clear out oh yeah because you have objectives each time so a lot of your objective is to clear out the whole board a couple times yeah that is always the objective of the first tavern is to at least one time throughout your your play to clear all nine cards it is also a lot easier in this game to clear multiple cards than it would be in Card Thief. Mostly because, again, that's a theme of this one. It's a big brawl. You're supposed to be grabbing things and fighting things and clearing things off the board. And there are also more recovery items in Card Crawl Adventures. It it facilitates that more, where the resource management isn't quite as heavy. There's also some both out, like, meta progression and there's actually in-game progression. Because unlike in the previous two games where you go through the one deck and then that's it, you start in like a basic tavern. And when you beat that, you have the option to go to other ones that are a little bit more difficult and they have different rules and they have different bosses and different objectives to to beat. And the the further you go, I think beating three or four wins you like a whole round but you can go through these progressively harder fights with progressively harder decks that get dealt out to you. But also, every time you win, depending on how well you did, you get you get rewards to upgrade yourself and prepare for those harder fights. You can upgrade the cards in your deck. You can get new and better cards. You can remove some old ones that you don't need anymore that are weak. 
you can get little trinkets that act as sort of passive bonuses for your whole your whole game. There's a, a level of progression in the game too that makes it not as stale. In addition, there are you have to pay for it, but there's a whole lot of different classes. I particularly enjoy the pyromancer. I just I want to set everything on fire all the time. Do you have to pay for it with money money or in-game money? Money money. Okay. I do not believe there's a I don't remember. I don't think there's a premium or a meta currency in this game. Okay. Um but yeah, you each each character is is a couple bucks. I don't remember exactly. And there's I want to say five that you can unlock. There is also a kind of shitty microtransaction in the easy mode. You can buy it's got a some in-game name, the amulet of whatever. Doesn't matter, it's a MacGuffin. <laughs> that lets you start with more health, start with more focus, and it, it basically just makes it makes your game easier. But in doing so, it turns off achievements, which is not horrible. Yeah, that makes sense. It also turns off like real progression because if you beat a whole tavern crawl with with one of these characters, you get a permanent upgrade to them. And then if you beat three and five and so on. I don't remember exactly how many there are, but you get these like bigger kind of permanent things and the easy mode does turn off that progression as well. You can't you can't beat the game and get stuff with that on, but it is like a, a fun way to experience it if you want to kind of test things out and see how it works, but you do have to pay for it as well. Hmm. You buy it you buy it once and then you can turn it on and off freely. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But because of that two layers of progression in this game, there's the one actually in the game itself that makes you play different, fight different, and you actually feel like you're getting stronger. And also the meta progression isn't, hey, beat this game 10, 15, 20 times. It's do it once, one time, and you get something. Now do it two more times, and you get something else. It's fantastic. It's such a massive improvement. Now, your turn. Tell me why you hate this one. I I don't like hate it. I just like, I don't know. I just wasn't vibing with it. Like, I think I wanted the gameplay from, from card crawl and I don't know. Like, I don't even know because again, I liked the stuff in card thief. I liked how that, that game played out, but somehow when it's over here and it's just, I I don't know. Like I just didn't vibe with it. Like I don't have anything smart to say besides I didn't vibe with it. It definitely is probably like an expectations thing because the name is Card Crawl Adventures, meaning you would assume that it's more similar to Card Crawl than Card Thief. And to be fair, this game does have this. It's like seventy percent Card Thief and thirty percent Card Crawl. I it's feel like, like the theming is all Card Crawl, but then the actual mechanics is more Card Thief. And again, the theming is is really on point for all of these games. Yeah, because like the first boss is who you're up against every time in card crawl, unless you are up against different people later on. I don't know. I didn't get that. Far. You you are. There's there's a way to unlock that. I don't think I ever got that far. But yeah, there are <laughs> other things. There are other guys you can fight against. Yeah, like I said, it just has a bunch of the same theming. And I still like the mechanics. I thought they were neat. I don't know. Some of the mechanics I wasn't as into as they were in card thief. But yeah, you're right. It might just be an expectations thing that I thought I was going to get more card crawl those two layers of uh of cards you can have that i really thought that was neat i don't know maybe it's also because i had like inscription on the brain and inscription is definitely more 
card crawl than like card thief or, or card crawl adventure yeah not that it's like like card crawl not that inscription is anything like any of these games except that it has to deal with cards correct and also it's got some really cool theming and then there's like opposing cards like in a card crawl sort yeah of. i guess card card crawl is exactly like inscription card <laughs> you heard it here first card <laughs> crawl exactly like inscription no uh super uh, just they're card games it's uh, no, i have 100 not not at all no though look forward to our fucking bonus episode i want to make one day where me you and uh dami talk about inscription i want to talk about inscription so bad yeah um i'll, I'll have to see when dami's up for it so i I don't really have anything smart to say about Card Crawl Adventure, except didn't like it. It was fine. Maybe you'd like it more if you paid money for it. Um, I kind of paid money for it because I feel like I unlocked another uh, class, and I tried to play with that class, and I liked it less. So, <laughs> I will say my second favorite class is the free one that you start with. Okay. Just, just the, just the swords boy. Yeah. Um. Or girl, or. It doesn't, Person. yeah, you're not, you don't really have an identity in that game. Thanks for joining us in talking about all the games, every single one of them with the word card in their name. Join us next week where we do the exact same thing, but with all the games with Rogue in their name. Yeah, That was that bad. Don't use that. No, use it. <laughs> Thank you to Dami for editing the show and for our theme song, which you can find at Domino Thief on SoundCloud and in the show's notes. Also, thank you to our fakest fan tier member, Danny the Spoonlord, for your support. If you'd like to get a shout out or just support the podcast, head on over to ko-fi.com slash jacksyaks, link also found in the show notes, and sign up for as little as $1 a month. For all other links, head over to jacksyax.com where you can always find the latest information. Thanks for listening!